Auto One Podcast Network. You're listening to Creative Writing Motorcycle Podcast. The podcast that's kind of like a bad rash. We come back every week no matter how hard you try to stop us. Join our supporters by heading over to patreon.com forward slash creative writing to find out more. You can find us on every single social media outlet in the entire universe, even ones that haven't been invented yet. And now, let's talk about all things two-wheeled, except for bicycles and trikes. Well, let's talk about them, too. Hey, 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 everybody. Welcome back. This is Junk. I'm your host. Welcome back to episode 243 of the Creative Riding Motorcycle Podcast. Uh, On tonight's show, I took a two-hour-long uh, rambling inner monologue and cut it out to where we only said cool motorcycle related stuff. Now the whole show is about 15 minutes long. So I've re recorded it like two times now. And uh, sit back and enjoy. Peace. This is a re recording of the other show. Uh, Tobor came in here and slapped me in the face the other day um, and told me to turn it off and now and erased everything I'd recorded and I gotta admit uh, I've been a little rusty uh, after taking a month off so yes welcome back first show of 2021 Tobor actually Tobor um, you look a little different today Um, (laughs) I don't know what's going on but you look a little different than you did yesterday hello everyone and welcome back to the show this is Tobor I am back from a much-needed break. Tobor, your voice. I don't. What's going on? Like you, you look a little like something's off about you today. You look a little different, and you sound way different. What the hell happened? Like, is your? Uh, <laughs> we just fixed your chip like last year at the end of last year, and and we tested it over this break, and everything was fine. Hi, hi, Tobor. Hi, Junkie. I hope you are doing well. I am here to lovingly watch over you. Tobor. Why would you say something like that? No, no need to be suspicious. Oh, Junkie very suspicious. Tobor. You're not Tobor. What the? Tobor, am I glad to see you? I can't believe you let that in here. Oh, listen, man. I didn't know who that was. Like, I don't. He just came in here. He said he was gonna lovingly watch over me. Junkie, that was disguise bot five thousand. He would have easily overpowered you and taken control of this mediocre show. Right. Uh, well, I knew it wasn't y- you. I, <laughs> you're honest like that. I would never lovingly watch over you. Right. So. Welcome, <laughs> welcome to 2021, baby. Uh, hey, on this action-packed show, aside from Tobor, thank you for saving my life, by the way. And now you look normal, obviously because that pile of trash over there isn't you. But um, but thanks, Tobor. Thanks for uh, having my back, as always. So listen, Tobor, uh, on this week's show, we got a great, um, great lineup, some great topics. Welcome. This is episode 243, Creative Writing Motorcycle Podcast. Uh, first episode of 2021, we have never taken, uh, a month off in the, uh, the five, five going, we're, we're starting our sixth year of the show, never taken a month off before. I gotta tell you, it felt pretty good, especially to do it kind of around the holidays. We ended last year really strong. Couple of awesome guests, uh, right there in December. Um, I was really happy with the way that we closed out last year. Took a little bit of a break. Uh, I wanted to say thank you to all the Patreon uh, supporters who stuck around with us and did all the fun stuff with us um, last year. Uh, Having said that, I also wanted to talk about uh, some stuff that our patrons have been up to. So we'll talk about that in a second. Um, Let me see. Before we even get started, we need to do our, our weekly disclaimer. Uh, the views and opinions of the participants of the Creative Writing Motorcycle Podcast are those of the participants and do not reflect the policy, position, or opinions of Creative Writing, Moto One, the Moto One Podcast Network, or any of its affiliates, and any opinion is the respective participants and is not intended to malign anyone or anything, even Zamboni drivers. 
And if you drive a Zamboni props, I know right now you are out there on the lakes in uh, Wisconsin and Minnesota and, and uh, all those other states like Michigan that have snow right now. Hell, California has snow right now. Um, and you're out there driving the Zambonis, making those paths for the ice racing to begin. Um, and I, I want to say... Uh, Big callback to just like a, a month ago. It was al- it was too warm to race on the ice, and now it's almost too cold. Um, yeah, I think that's a good idea, Tobor. Thank you, Tobor. Always. Oh, geez, you put the microphone in my mouth, Tobor. That was very homoerotic of you. Stop doing that. Uh, okay, so uh, listen up. Uh, welcome to 2021. T- Junkie has a new computer. That's part of the reason I haven't put out a podcast in a month. Like last year, I got a new bike. And, uh, or the year before that, this year I got a new computer. What's hat? What's next? What's next guys? Am I going to get a new head? I hope so. Cause this one doesn't show up on camera. Uh, last year, exact, this exact time last year, uh, we had two co-hosts. <laughs> we had just connected in person with Bruce Philp at the, uh, from this motorcycle life podcast. He was down here hanging out, trying to get away from the snow. Um, and we met him at the, uh, annual women's motorcycle show put on by, uh, Alicia Elfing, also known as Moto Lady. So there we go. Yeah. So we started last year, two co-hosts at a show, at a motorcycle show, meeting another podcast host traveling down here from Canada. We ended 2020 with no co-hosts. Well, I had you, Tobor, um, but no co-hosts, zero shows happening. (laughs) Like everything closed down. Rides and stuff like that happening here in good old California all year long. So we did have some quote shows, but I'm talking like IMS, AIM, Sturgis, stuff like that. Uh, All that stuff went out the window Um, pretty much. I know they did have a Sturgis, albeit at a very small capacity. Um, Racing, all that great stuff that didn't happen until like, I'm going to say halfway through the year. So it was an exciting year. And it was also like a weird year. And I think people just had to figure it out. That's what you do. If your uh, pant leg catches on fire uh, when you're holding the baby, you just figure out how to put it down or put it out without throwing the baby out the window and jumping into a swimming pool. You know what I'm saying? Like you figure stuff out in an emergency situation. And I'm glad to see that the motorcycle community did just that. Um... Thank you. I deserve that one, Tobor and we had no idea how MotoGP was going to play out. Um, They did something really cool. They did the uh, virtual uh, GP, which I thought was really cool. And nobody has talked about that, really. Um, I think people were actually disappointed by that. But I found it hilarious to watch professional racers get on their like game consoles and race, and you could see how terribly they sucked to pass the time. These guys are really talented at riding these bikes in real life, and they really suck at gaming. So it was fun to watch. Be interested to see if anybody knows more about it. Mm-mm-mm. So, yeah, Isla Man, two years in the uh, in the can. So if you did have... Um, if you did have tickets reserved or you're like, you know, you're, on your de- you're 43 and you're on your deathbed... Um, and you're like, I'm not going to make it till next year. Oh, my God. You know, uh, then, you know, I, I'm sorry. I hope you live a couple more years. I hope you get a refund. I hope whatever happens and they bring the TT back next year and everything's uh, well and fine. And we're dancing in the dancing in the Bahamas like uh, a little little girls. Hmm, maybe not. That was, that was supposed to be my Reservoir Dogs uh, <laughs> quote. Um, but anyways, so, yeah, that happened. Initial lockdowns was crazy. Do you remember like the toilet paper shortages? I feel like that was has been so long ago that people don't remember that. And then like really, how much can you be pooping? Uh, thing is, uh, the doctor, the ironically named doctor, <laughs> got COVID twice. But there's a shot of Vinales, just a really brief second. The cameras went to Rossi really quick, so you didn't see it. But you see Vinales coming out from running real wide. And what had happened was Vinales took his hands off the bars and put them over his face because he thought he was going to somehow magically stop this like 300-pound bike that's going 140 miles an hour and it's exploding as it's coming toward him, right? And we'll talk about that in a sec. Um... So before we do that, I want to take, uh, how long have we been blabbing for? Ooh, 33 minutes. Let's take a quick break right now and we'll come back and we'll talk about, uh, 
and we're supposed to have a guest on tonight, so we'll we'll see um, if this happens. I've, I've tried to contact him a couple times, but um, yeah, we'll we'll be right back with uh, creative writing. Sitting here on the front porch Wearing my Crider's leathers and a grin They're so cheap I can buy another pair again Crider's leathers, the cheapest quality you can afford Tired of hanging out in the garage with buddies and not knowing what they're talking about? Do you have inferior knowledge of carburetors or electrical systems? What about grilling beef, guns, or other manly things? Now RP Enterprises has you covered. Introducing Mantriloquist. Mantriloquist is a monthly subscription service that puts an expert right in your head. The next time you're in the garage throwing back some suds with your buds and the conversation takes a turn into uncharted waters, just text pound 33976 on your cell phone and wait for the magic to happen. The experts in our call center are available 24 hours a day. They spring into action via our patented two-way earpiece. They'll listen in on your conversations to make sure you don't sound like the village idiot in front of your friends. Our discreet communications protocol means that your pals won't hear a thing except for you delivering all the right answers. Now, you don't have to be afraid to join the conversation when topics come up like fuel pumps, inverters, clitoris, drywall, sniper rifles, and so much more. Mandriloquist will put you back in the game instead of holding your purse in the corner. So, man up with Mandriloquist. Requires a three-month minimum subscription. Not available for women. They generally don't care or are not afraid to ask questions. Not available in Guam or Burkina Faso. Standard messaging and data rates apply. Money back guaranteed. Call now to order. everybody welcome back to creative writing your fabulous fabulous show on the inner nerds hey everybody so listen up here one of the best things that happened last year 2020 i did not mention it uh, earlier but bagger racing that's right here in the states uh so many podcasts you know there was there were some great things that happened last year one of them was bagger racing was announced um, there was a couple podcasts that shat upon the idea of bagger racing um, and talked about how it was a terrible idea. People are, uh, you know, uh, it was fun to listen to everybody's input when this was getting tossed around. Um, once it actually happened, I think it was uh, right around October, the weekend before thanks, uh, uh, the weekend before the October Thanksgiving, you know that one. Um, Halloween. It was so it was like the weekend before uh, Halloween, the twenty third, twenty fourth, something like that. They went up to Laguna Seca at the Moto Moto America round. They absolutely ripped ass around the track up there, and it was some of the best racing that I have seen all year. So tonight, with us on the phone, we're going to call up Eric Stahl. Uh, Eric, as you know from Jiffy Tune, him and Tony. Uh, Salima were a couple of the guys that were uh, responsible for putting this whole whole shebang together. All right, Eric. Third time's a charm, buddy. If you're in the shower, you made a slip and fell and you're dead. Oh, God. hope I'm not jinxing myself by saying that. You reached Jimmy Tune. If you can't get a hold of us, text us. We'll get back to you as soon as possible. Thank you. All right, Eric. It's creative writing call again. <laughs> Just checking in. Give us a call when you get a chance. All right. Bye. Well, there you have it. Hot dog. We were supposed to be on with them at uh, 7, so I've been trying a few times, but, you know, stuff happens. Anyways, him and Tony Salima, who we talked with last year, uh, actually 2019. I, we didn't talk to hardly anybody last year about it. But, um, yeah, we first hooked up with those guys at the end of 2016 um, at the last track day of the year that Brady Walker, Sweet Talker Brady Walker threw, um, who actually, Brady, I'm sorry I didn't call you for this episode because you've been hitting me up like weekly as well. So we'll get you back on here pretty soon. Um, but, but yeah, it, it was an amazing thing to see these guys out there on their Harleys. Wiggins took his Harley out there. It was really a lot of fun to watch. Uh, you know, they were doing something that not a lot of people do. Not a lot of people think uh, as I said before, should be done. Um, 
And yeah, so it was kind of cool to watch. You know what I'm saying? Cal, I think if you go to go to YouTube, you can check out Moto America's page. You can look at uh, the bagger racing. You can watch it. It's like a moving video. You see it with your eyes. Moving around there. The action was like some of the closest racing I've ever seen. As with racing, we know that that means that uh, there was some cheating involved. Uh, it's like I, I watched it seven times and I still can't remember who came in first. The guy in the lead, I think it was Tyler O'Hara, blew it, Kyle Wyman. Uh, this month, there was a, just last weekend, there was a, uh, all Harley, excuse me, as I die here real quick on the air, <laughs> Tobor, pass me that wonderful, aha, mm. Mm. oh yes, I don't know, it, it made my, it was better than like most of the MotoGP, it was better than most of the World Superbike, it was, for, for whatever reason, I loved it, and it was tight, um, you had no idea who's going to win. It was like kind of like a rung what you brung. And Eric and Tony were right there. Uh, they're the ones that kind of started this whole Harley movement. And little did I know that over the past, you know, we, like I said, we hooked up with them in 2016, which is like the uh, uh, first full year of the show. We met, hooked up with them again when they were drag racing out at um, – uh, Twisted Throttles the next year in twenty in November of 2017. And then 18 and 19, they both uh, went and got their racing licenses. I think we talked to Tony in 19, actually, to see what he was up to. The building, uh, he got a street bob, uh, a fat bob, actually. Um, and now they're both all over the place. I think Eric's got a, uh, I'm pretty sure he's got an XR1200, um, which was, you know, made for the track, basically. Um and I know that he's racing the Alloy Arts bagger, the mullet, and uh, Tony was out there on one too. Um, and I forget who made his. But uh, yeah, a pretty amazing thing going down. And they held a, a track, Harley Harley only track day. Uh, I'm sure a couple Indians came. But um, yeah, they held one out at Chuckwalla just last weekend. Now, if you don't know, half of California, well, California was on fire last year. The What does this have to do with racing baggers and all that fun stuff? Well... The the rain came. At, it couldn't have came at a worse time. Actually, it came right the week before that bagger track day happened, and it was just coming down hand over fist. Luckily, Chuck Walla Valley Raceway is out there. It's not. It's not quite like a sponge, so the water doesn't just like suck into into it. It's it's hard and. Uh, the mountains, uh, the mountains just northwest of there, um, really affected it. The only thing you got to worry about now is rain and a, a being out there in a big flat plain. Wiggins went out there actually, and I, he took his uh, Buell out there, and I think he took Trusty Rusty out there. Um, and uh, yeah, I I asked him, um, is it basically a bike show right now? Because it was still rain in the morning, and it was hard all night before. I want to say like 13 trillion gallons. Tobor, what was the number on that? Yeah, Tobor's holding up 13 trillion fingers right now. Um, it was, uh, yeah, basically like uh, being in a toilet. We don't have, really, Tobor, we don't have like a rain cloud sound. All we have is the toilet. Awesome. Take some of the Patreon money. Take two, two and a half dollars. Go get a, a rain sound effect. Oh, that was fast. <laughs> wow. Now, people expect Harleys to suck. People expect Harleys to be slow. Three dudes went down. Wiggins told me that one of the guys went down in the first session. Dude on a white. I couldn't tell what it was. Um, Wiggins actually went down on his Buell in a later session. And um, Eric from Jiffy Tune, too bad he's not, too bad he didn't answer. Uh, he went down. Um, and, and so... <laughs> These bikes were getting pushed to their limits. People weren't just cruising around on their little Harleys, you know, leaning over at 33 degrees. That's that's the other thing is that Harleys, uh, actually any cruiser, any cruiser that's copying a Harley, um, the foot pegs are not made. The uh, primary covers and all that stuff stick out so far. They're just not made to lean over very far. And er these guys have done everything they can to modify that and change that, raising, uh, you know, adjusting the suspensions, doing all this crazy stuff. And so... Um, for all that time and effort to go into it, and I know Wiggins was having problems. I tried to tell him how to reset the um, the EC, like the EC, maybe a Sportster class. I forget. I forget what else the other the other class are. But there's four classes, um, and yeah, I was I was hoping to talk to Eric a little bit about it, and all of this because him and Tony uh, out there 
doing what they do. Um, and that weekend, you know, that first week weekend that we ever talked to them, they had a couple friends out there with them, um, or a couple rando dudes that were on Harley's that thought what they were doing was cool. After that, they started consistently get more and more people coming out, like Joker, uh, their friend Joker that comes with them. Um, I'd see him out there a lot. I think he crashed his bike one time at uh, Willow Springs. Um, if that's the same bike I'm thinking of, um, you know, people pushing these bikes to the limits and doing this crazy thing on Harley's. And so for me, uh, I'm stoked to see this bagger racing thing. They're going to be, they're going to have a few rounds with Moto America, I believe, um, piggybacking off some of the other, uh, stuff that's happening in road racing. So it's pretty exciting, man. And it's pretty exciting that this is something that the motorcycle industry needs videos of like the bagger dudes going to around Chuck Walla super fast. And then here comes the dude like doing a dank nooner, <laughs> just like or smoking tire, uh, drifting around the whole course is, uh, almost like being a superhero used to be, you know, it was just some rich nerd or, or some poor nerd doing it, uh, out of the desire to see their city get better and have crime cleaned up. And then all of a sudden it's like, you know, in comes Tony Stark and it's like the, the world, like Elon Musk, if he got into like hooligan racing, right? <laughs> like that's how hooligans seems to me now. It's, it's like a thing. It's like a class where at one time it was like, you try to superheroes used to hide their identities and now they're like, you know, the more rich and famous, the better, right? So I feel like that's the uh, what we're seeing the trajectory. So this kind of gets me excited because this kind of seems like it's going back to um, not to bag on the hooligan class, but um, this bagger racing is like some of the most hooligan stuff you're ever going to see. And uh, the next thing I think we should see is hooligan supermoto. And, and hopefully the bagger racing league right now, it's between Indian and Harley. I think it's a, it's American baggers. Um, I would love to see some, uh, you know, BMW baggers. They got the 1600 K1600 B for peace. They, they call it the bagger. Uh, and they have a, a package called the grand America package on that thing. Um, uh, or, or for Pete's sake, the uh, who's ripping off Harley right now with some big old air-cooled twins is uh, Yamaha, like the stars. I would love to see those star eluders. Those things are every bit of um, electric glide had made sweet, sweet love to a um, Goldwing, you know what I'm saying? Or, or a Cadillac, if you look at the back of those uh, those uh, compartment boxes and the way the way the uh, lights look on the back of that thing, it looks like a 1980s like Lincoln or something. So, anyways, the uh, I would love to see baggers and 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 let's not forget the Vaquero from Kawasaki, the big old like the gigantic uh, Vulcan Voyager or Vulcan Vaquero, those big old baggers. Um, so yeah, I'm not saying throw some bags on like a, a ZX14R or something like that. I'm saying like there's other baggers out there that I would just love to see in. And I seen a video on YouTube where these guys took these gold wings off road and were jumping them. Some older ones, like probably like the 1600s from like the mid nineties or something, jumping those. And if they can do that and, you know, I've seen random dude here, like on a road King on a motocross course, you know, kind of failing it going around. But if they do that and if Joey Mac 420 can take a, um, a Ninja H2, uh, out to the, uh, Paris motocross track and jump that thing. They can definitely do some bagger supermoto, uh, or at least Sportster supermoto. Hell, R Rusty Butcher's doing that stuff, right? So they trashed all their, they trashed all their, they, they've been bleeding, hemorrhaging money. They closed down like 50 dealerships this year. All this bad stuff that's been happening to Harley Davidson. And you're like, man, how are we going to get riders to ride? Somehow they keep getting riders to ride. And it's stuff like this, I think, that's going to do it. Uh, make the baggers exciting. Uh, and, and don't do it by showing that you can go to, um, Sturgis every year or go through the, you know, ride across Wyoming. No, you can take your bagger out to Laguna Seca, baby. Um, that's, what's going to make riding exciting again. The reason people li like sport bikes is, uh, they're fast, they're fun. They have like this, uh, uh, image, um, and people, cruisers were dying for a while. Cruisers are dying. It's the new, I have a feeling that like, uh, making cruisers fun again and making, making them given a, a, a different image than just like doing 40 down the boulevard, uh, doing 140 down the front straight <laughs> at Barber or something like that. Right. So anyway, what's next? Let's take a quick little break and then I'll come back and wrap up the show. I just want to talk about some cool things that are going to be happening this year with creative writing. Hopefully cool things that you 
uh, have going on as well. And some of the new stuff. Like, I, I really um, want to talk about the direction of this show and Folks at RP Enterprises solving two world problems with one great solution. You got a hankering for some of Grandma's hush puppies? Sure you do. They're delicious. You love them. Well, how about solving world hunger and the pet overpopulation problem with one easy, simple, tasty solution? Fist Puppies from RP Enterprises. Never have to listen to a Sarah McLaughlin song again about it. Fist Puppies available only at Hetty's on 4th Street. Hey there. Did you like Pickle Teen? The new drink from Clawbin Pickles? If you enjoyed the flavor of Pickle Teen over this holiday season, Clawbin's has some good news for you. Now you can enjoy Pickle Teen all year round. It's the only pickle brine seasonal holiday drink that's got carbohydrates and protein. And it's guaranteed to put a trophy on your shelf. A motorcycle trophy. So drink Pickle Teen. If you've got the time. I could just keep doing that. <laughs> All right, everybody, we are back. Um, so, yeah, thanks. And thank you for Clobman Pickles for being a longtime sponsor of the show. Uh, we really gulped the Pickle Teen um, this year over the holiday season. And the flashlights was amazing. <laughs> it was very weird. Uh, weird. Let's just put it that way. Um, if you're a young kid, flatulence means farts. And um, if you're all about it, there's Fart Out Loud Day coming up. Um, actually, it's Fart Out Loud. Yeah, Fart Out Loud Day. Fold. Uh, coming up here pretty soon. So enjoy that with your parents, especially at the racetrack. You know, not to be stupid. Let me get this. I'm not the mood. Let's pot this music down a little bit, Tobor. You lackey, you robotic lackey. Um, so, what did you do, Tobor? I'm not you just made it louder. No, you just made it longer. Tobor, pat it down. But a person needs new experiences. Tobor, you, Tobor, you equals are failing. I'm not the mood. Thank you. All right. So, uh, anyways. I don't even know what I was saying right now, but uh, I think, uh, what was I saying right now? Kobor, Tobor, Kobor, take Kobor, cut the tape. Dude, what up, Tobor? I am sorry, bro. You're a horrible, stinky life form. My God, I was just kidding. Like, come on, bro. Anyways, that's what we were, we rewinded the tape and we got in a little fight. It's, it's been a couple hours, so I'm, I'm sorry, Tobor. Jeez. Um, listen. We were talking, speaking of fart out loud day, the most, I, I was just saying this to be funny to kids. And then I remembered we actually, I think did talk to Michelle Mankiewicz, who was on the show back in episode 24. Go check that out. It was the Steve cast where we were all named Steve. We all revealed our true names and it turns out all of us are named Steve, even Michelle. Um, so listen, we, I think we talked about it on that show. If not, it was another show with Nitrous, no Nitrous Chris, uh, now Sing Sign, back when he was Nitrous Chris, um, about if you fart right when you take off from the line drag racing, does it actually increase your um, propulsion? So, uh, you know, where like Donut Media will tell you how like uh, a turbo works or like how a supercharger works. And if you watch Fortnite, he'll give you like every episode of Fortnite basically tells you how uh, torque and horsepower curves work and how they're all just a fallacy and all this great fun stuff. He's actually a pretty good uh, resource if you want to know how engines work. Um, we should do some scientific measurements, Mythbuster style. Um, and film it to make it even more funny and put it in smell-o-vision. Maybe send some people um, ca canned farts um, so they can open them as they're watching us with this. Does it increase your problem? Does it increase your do, do you need to, like, toot as you're taking off from the each stoplight, you know, if you're going to win that drag race? We'll find out. We're going to do the hard, hardcore stuff here on Creative Writing where other shows don't dare 
probably because they're classy, don't dare to wobble. Um, yeah. So anyways, everybody, yes, to work. What? Yeah, I know. I, you just went faster. I, the robots don't fart or else that'd be kind of funny. Um, so listen, speaking of, uh, speaking of all these people I was talking about, Michelle Mankiewicz, Chris Singsheim, um, or no, 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 nitrous Chris, as he's known. No, 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 nitrous Chris. Um, there's a bunch of stuff that's been going on. I, first of all, I wanted to give a big shout out to all of our patron supporters. If you want to go be a patron, follow us, uh, patreon.com forward slash creative writing podcast. Um, Mr. Ray, who is a former patron. I don't know if he knows he's a former patron, but um, I don't think he updated his payment information, and that's totally fine. Um, we had fun while he was while he was with us, and he was always a fun uh, guest, or not guest, but a, an inspiration for topics. This guy first called me in Wiggins. I think he had a Superhawk when he first got in touch with us. Asked us about buying a new bike. Should he get a Sportster or a VFR 800? Uh, I think we told it, I think we guided him in the direction that we would have both gone, which Wiggins being a hardcore Honda and Harley guy, I know it was tearing him apart. Me, I'm like, Hey, go with a VFR, you dork. Like, why would you do anything else? Actually go with the, uh, Yamaha uh, SR 250. Why would you do anything else? So I don't know what he ended up with. Uh, after that show was nothing actually, but he eventually ended up on a tiger 800. Um, and it turns out that he has got married. He's moved three times. So I hope everything I mail to you, uh, Mr. Ray got there last year. Um, and I wanted to, uh, congratulate him on getting married. So maybe he'll be riding two up now pretty soon, or maybe even three up or four up. If we, uh, ever adopt the lifestyle of other countries where we can ride our whole family on the back of our bike, that'd be awesome. Put a baby seat back there. Those Tiger 800s have a nice, a nice, uh, rack back there. Field producer, uh, Bri Viffer, AKA Paul, who's, uh, bike I have here and I'm doing something cool too. We're going to try to make that part of the show this year. Um, he reached out to say that he is enjoying the end of an era, which is reading the last print version of cycle world. I believe it said it was, let me see cycle world or motorcyclist. Oh uh, yeah. Cycle world. Um, and just like a, he he says he's like a motorcyclist in their final stages of life. You know, like somebody that's nearing like 40, 45, somewhere around there, um, cannot um, fathom reading something on a tablet or like an iPad or something like that. And I got to tell him, yeah, I'm with you on that. Uh, ironically, I have a lot of books on Kindle and guess what? It is nice that you can digitally mark stuff and then un unmark it where like in a real book, if you, if you highlight something that's there for, for good, the, the sucky part is, yeah, you know how long it takes me to flip to a page? Ironically, uh, should be faster on an electronic device. Uh, should be, be able to just flip to it. Not, uh, and then reading something and, and enlarging it, that's great. But when you want to show somebody else, then your finger slips and you f go five pages the other way or you can't bookmark it because you got to touch just right on the screen, whatever it is, I'm with you. There's something about holding something tangible in your hands and being able to read it, get coffee stains on it. If I get coffee stains on my tablet here, that means I've spilled coffee on it and it's done. So I, I'm with you. I love reading stuff. I love getting AMA magazine. I love going to the store every once in a while and picking up dirt wheels or UTV action or whatever it is um, that I'm reading usually for work, but, uh, you know, it is what it is. I, I love holding that stuff in my hands. Yeah. Right over here in, in the box, I actually have like a collection. I used to have like years and years with the cycle world and motorcyclist magazine I filled up a whole entire, uh, what's it called? Uh, re recycle bin with those, um, a full size trash can full of my years and years of those. And I thought, you know what, why am I holding on to these things? After I just said how awesome it was to have something tangible in your hands. But yeah, I got rid of that about five years ago. So I had about half a day and way back in the day. I, and uh, it was like this, uh, the oldest Swedish newspaper that had been around since like the 16 or 1700s, you know, cause these newfangled automobiles are, you know, never going to last here. I'm not going to bore you guys with my whole entire show. It'd be four hours long coming back off of one month break. Ta uh, talking points for the future. I do want to talk about e-bikes this year. Speaking of Bri, uh, Bri for reading the last print edition of a magazine, a motorcycle magazine. Um, a lot of the motorcycle magazines are going online now and uh, sign of the times. A lot of motorcycle magazines are doing bicycle reviews now, or at least including bicycles in some of their copy. I know Cycle World think that's a sign of the times bikes uh e-bikes um really expensive m motorcycle uh, companies selling 
um, bicycles that are almost as much as their um, scooters and stuff that they sell. And not only that, Harley Davidson making the Serial One and branding some Stasics as Harleys too. So don't think the American brands are exempt. It's not. It's not like yeah, you know, there's Chinese companies. There's a lot of Chinese people that ride bikes in China. You know, China bicycles are huge. No, we're talking like Yamaha, Ducati. Um, and Harley Davidson getting into the game, uh, making bicycles now and, um, putting their names on it and selling it alongside their motorbikes. Speaking of other Patreon, Patreon supporters, Matt from my motorbike obsessions, he also checked in some time ago and I had mentioned that, um, I hadn't spoken to him in a while and he wrote me back saying, Hey man, like when you said that on the show, I was like, Hey, what are you talking about? We, we, we talk all the time and it's because just hearing my voice, my voice loves knowing that it's going into your loving ear holes. The show isn't about us here at the show. It's about you out there. So just knowing that your ear holes are receiving this transmission, I feel like we are connected. We are one big, huge family. I'm super interested in what you're up to. Go read his blog. If you get a chance, my motorbike obsessions, um, and yeah, he's, he, he reminded me that, you know, even though I don't, we don't see each other face to face every week, you can join us here and just talk shop, top motorcycles, talk, whatever's going on in the industry. Um, and if you're a regular writer, you do something creative, guess what? Get your booty on this show. Um, I don't care how old you are. I don't care how young you are. Uh, I don't condone like, uh, one-year-old kids riding 950 super sports, but if you're a one-year-old kid that rides a 950 super sport and you can talk, uh, clear enough for us to understand you, come on the show. You know, we'll talk about what else you do. What do you do all day? Oh, finger paint. Oh, great. That's creative. Now let's talk about your 900 super sport. Narissa, uh, our favorite and only female patron, um, which, uh, let me think. Does that make up? Yeah, I guess that makes up about the, uh, women ridership. She, she does represent all females, um, in our, in our membership. I wish we had some more girls join in. Um, but you know, Narissa doing awesome stuff. We've talked to her before about her, um, the build, which is a program that she's part of where she teaches girls STEM. Um, and they the, the iron angels is the name of their, uh, build moto group. Um, and every year they take a different, uh, bunch of girls, um, I believe high school age, her and some of her other, um, she works at Harley Davidson. If you didn't know, she's like an engineer and she's, I really want to talk to her. She's, she's got, uh, talk to her again, do a deep dive, um, on her past. She's, she's done like a lot of cool racing stuff as an engineer, uh, in college. Um, well, she was all, she was part of Harley's virtual release, um, and that, you know, the bag, nothing's going to trump the bagger racing, really. The bagger racing takes the cake this year, but Harley's virtual release was kind of cool. I've been to the, de- I've been to one dealer show because they, they let us in, um, at my work, um, not knowing that, uh, you know, that, that was our one inside time because they don't let non-dealers into that stuff usually. And so this year, the public got to be part of that uh, release and got to be part of the new model. So I thought that was pretty cool. And she just blew it away up there talking about um, – Nerissa, actually, you were, you were a little bit corny. It was a little dad jokey, but, you know, you had to make it, like, family and company friendly, right? So it, you were good. You blew it away, though. Uh, with this bagger racing thing coming out on Harley track days, they picked a worse time. They couldn't have picked a worse time to scrap their, uh, street fight, the Bronx basically. And I think they're, they scrapped, uh, they might still bring out that nine, seven, five and 12, uh, 50 motor or whatever the heck it was going to be. Um, cause I think they're still going to have a sportster like custom model come out, but they really, uh, scrapped a lot of stuff. Um, We'll talk about Harley Davidson in another episode because they also um, pulled out a flat track. Like they quit, they they discontinued the 750s this year, and they pulled out a flat track. Vance and Hines is now working with um, uh, other manufacturers and stuff. So Harley is in a weird state right now. It's in a. Um, we'll, we'll talk about it, but the important part is that she was in that their release video. She's a kick-ass um, person does a lot of cool stuff. I believe it's ice racing this weekend, probably out there. The Zambonis that I mentioned at the beginning of the show, she's out there, uh, drifting around behind them. Zambonis are fast. Actually, people don't, they drive slow on the ice in the hockey rinks cause they don't want to slam into the crowds, but you get them out there on those open lakes where the, when they're carving those like tracks and they're going faster than the motorcyclists could possibly go. 
finally, our very last patron that I want to mention is the Spooky Spokes winner, uh, Chad Clink, uh, up there in, I believe, Door County, Wisconsin. Um, a lot of cool stuff going on uh, this year up in Wisconsin, actually. A lot of crazy stuff, too. So um, this year and last year, uh, motorcycle laws, a um, lot of interesting things. We'll, we'll, we'll get into that on another episode. Like I said, I'm going to wrap this one up here pretty quick. Um, but yeah, congrats to, congrats to Chad. He won our spooky spokes, our final spooky spokes. It was the fifth and final edition of that, uh, show segment, uh, for the longest time. If you're new to the show, spooky spokes was where, uh, it was our listeners submitted Halloween episode basically. Um, and people would go out and do some scary rides or tell us about a creepy ride that they did, um, any time of the year, you know, any, any ride you have that's creepy, uh, it's just fun to talk about. So yeah, spooky spokes was fun. Um, this year we had one entry, so it was kind of a sad, I, I, I knew 2020 was going to decimate a lot of things. I had no idea it was going to decimate spooky spokes and what has been a really fun thing for the past four years. And we've had some really great stories. Um, I'll probably play like a best of this year just to commemorate spooky spokes going away. Um, but yeah, uh, this year we only had one entry and so Rob won our, uh, spooky spokes um, prize pack, which was this year, I tried to make it pretty big. Uh, I picked the worst year ever to make it a, the biggest prize pack ever. It was, and, and by big, um, you didn't win a new motorcycle. Like this is creative writing. We, we do this out of, um, our, our back pocket basically. And I sent him a creative writing shirt, the five HP. Now, Somebody asked me what 5 HP meant. Listen, if you're wearing the shirt, it's five health points. You can get in a fight and have five extra in the in, in reserve. And, and uh, I did have like people of every various religion and belief uh, put enchantments on that thing, bless it, uh, enchant it. Um, I had an alchemist uh, stir it in a pot of uh, who who knows what metals. Uh, a couple of witches cast some spells on it. Um, uh, like I said, some shaman and witch doctors, priests, uh, magicians, wizards, all sorts of, all, all manner of people. Even a guy who knows a lot about carbs came in. I got a mechanic to come in who knew something about carbs and um, old carbs, old, old carbs that nobody knows about anymore. So you know he knows like the deep, dark secrets of what happens to fuel and air and all that stuff. He And a rotary valve two-stroke guy. Like, yeah, all these all these carb guys came in and... Um, well, was one one carb guy with more knowledge than eight hundred people, and they blessed that shirt and the stickers. So if you got the stickers, slap them on your bike. It'll give your bike guaranteed. They told me five horse, five extra horsepower. And if you have a Grom, that's almost doubling the horsepower, right? The Groms only have like eight horsepower as it is. Uh, so if you have like a Grom or a Monkey, psh, you're almost doubling. You're 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 getting like your money's worth for that sticker. Um, and if you're wearing the shirt, you get five extra health points. So go ahead and get in a fight. Tell tell somebody that this shirt gives you five extra health points, and then go for it. So uh, congratulations to Rob for winning Spooky Spokes this year. No, no patrons entered Spooky Spokes this year. First, first year for that, I believe. Um, and so, uh, the Patreon supporters usually get their uh, their name in the hat. They don't have to enter anything; they're just thrown in the hat automatically. But if they submit a story, then that doubles their chances, right? So normally, there's a lot of submissions from patrons every year for Spooky Spokes and Solstice Slam, um, and this year there wasn't. So uh, instead of just picking a name out of a hat, how boring is that? I harvested all the uh, Christmas shopping and 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 uh, pandemic shopping that my wife's been doing on Amazon. I got all the boxes together. You can't believe the amount of boxes I could have built uh, an add-on to this garage actually uh, with with the amount of boxes that I. But I took it and I meticulously cut them. Spent days actually drawing it out in my spare time, of course, after work and after dinner and everything. Spent uh, one weekend, uh, almost like the whole afternoon, cutting it out and taping it up. And it was still just the crummiest thing I've ever made. So my wife was probably thinking like, dude, you spent all this time building little houses and building this whole racetrack that was like five boxes, five huge boxes long. Um, not not just a little box. They were big big boxes. Uh, and yeah, I think the whole thing was about 15 feet long, uh, when it was all said and done. Um, I got some motorcycles to race down it that represented each one of our, um, 
contestants. And since they didn't have the Isle of Man this year, we called it the Isle of Ham. And Chad won. So congratulations, Patreon uh, member Chad. This whole story was for you, buddy. You won. And again, I think he just got uh, he got a crummy, uh, like a wannabe break-free brake light for your helmet that probably was like you could get them at $6 for uh, at 7-Eleven. But aha, you go to Cycle Gear and they're like $20 or something stupid like that. And then a little gift certificate uh, to Cycle Gear to say thanks. Uh, and get a gift certificate. Who buys gift certificates? That's so, so, so old. A gift card, man. Uh, it was like a store credit, baby. And um, I think a shirt. I got him a shirt too. So um, yeah. So anyway, uh, congrats to Spooky Spokes. It was it was such a fun segment of the show. And like I said, I'll probably play all of the the entire five years of Spooky Spokes together this year since we're not doing it anymore. Um, but it was a really cool show. This year, we're going to have it right around the time of the summer solstice. Um, and that'll give people plenty of time where it's snowing crazy, you know, 18 feet of snow every day, every night, and, and it's coming in your window. So, yeah, this year, I just figured with everybody being cramped up last year, that's something to look forward to this year. I'll try to, we're going to try and do some um, pretty big stuff this year for Solstice Slam since we don't have spooky spokes to worry about. Uh, all of this co funding comes from Patreon support. So uh, any of the prizes and stuff we kind of get, we save up money. Uh, the Patreons pay for our hosting and all that stuff and all the audio hosting. And then all the leftover stuff goes into these prizes. Um, so, hey, if you want to become a Patreon supporter, it's as cheap as a dollar. And I think the most, we, the biggest tier we have uh, is the Bri Viffer tier, which is 20 bucks uh, a month. And you're crazy if you want to throw down that much money. One guy does, and he's absolutely nutter, but we love him. Um, so, yeah, uh, the more Patreons we get, um, the better the prize this year. So uh, I have a whole bunch of notes here, just a ton, and we'll get to them on the next show because I really want to talk about uh, bikes. You know, a lot of people put out the best of 2020 before 2020 was even done, and I want to know how they know. They, they test rode the bike, but who knows that those bikes are, are broken down now? uh, in 2020, you know, like I got my bike in 2020 and it's already like gone to the warranty four times and it's only February of 21. So, uh, all these best of 2020 reviews and the best bikes of the decade, blah, 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 blah. I want to test that out because now that we're actually in 21, uh, we're like in the first year of the next decade. Um, I think that, uh, some of that stuff may not hold true. And I think that we'll see what really lasted through 2020 and uh, what didn't. We're also going to talk about stuff like uh, Harley dropping a lot of stuff um, from their lineup. We're going to talk about Kawasaki and Honda adding so much to their lineup that it's like almost, they should almost be two motorcycle companies. We are going to talk about all that fun jazz. Uh, everything from, what's on my list here? Everything from like, can you believe that uh, Kawasaki's making a supermoto instead of Honda all the way to um, like the Rebel 1100? Did we need, does Honda need to make a cruiser um, when they've been uh, cutting cruisers from their lineup? We're going to talk about e-bikes. We're going to talk about the best improvements. Can you believe Ducati's making bikes without Desmodromic valves? Um, we've lost the R6. We lost the CBR 600RR. Oh, yeah, it's on Honda's website, but it's the same crummy one as last year. It's not the new one that they put out for Europe. So we did we really get the CBR600RR? No. So it's the 600 um, Super Sport category finally going away like they've been saying it's going to do for, like, you know, the past decade. We will see. Um, we're going to talk about all of that and more on our next show. So stick around. Write in. Uh, we're going to bring back some old segments like Word of the Week, Roast My Bike, all that fun stuff. Uh what's the fake one or WFO. Um, so yeah, we're going to get back into the swing, uh, pre-pandemic swing. Um, and hopefully we're going to start with the next show. So until then, take it easy. This is your host, Junkie Toitmeister. Tobor, do you want to say bye? You're shaking your, your 13 trillion fingers. No, you know what? You can't, uh, you don't have to hold a finger for each liter of rain. Um, 
Yeah. Can you say good evening to the people? Yes. Good evening, junkie. All right. Good evening, everybody. Or good day, whenever you're listening to this. And we will talk to you next week. Thanks, everybody, for sticking around this long. And uh, get out there, ride, and don't collide. I don't know. We, we're going to bring up, bring back some catchphrases. So talk to y'all later. Bye. Easy way to start a show, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> nuts. I can't believe this guy's boy was here. I know, I can't believe you came in and uh, murdered him basically, so lovingly watching over me. Like, that's what he said. I would never lovingly watch over you. I know, you already said that. But, you know, thanks for saving me. You're a horrible, stinky life form. I know. Don't repeat yourself. But, uh, alright. Alright, cut the mics. Out of here. Bye, Tower.